0: Ever since I was a little girl, I always had something to say. I always was curious, I always wanted to understand, and I always looked and sought After the Truth. It is my pleasure to be here with you and I'm so grateful that you are here with me on my journey of having an amazing podcast. The goal for this podcast is really to learn, to grow, to laugh, to explore, and to question the things that we may not have felt comfortable questioning as we journey through adulthood. So let's human together and enjoy some good tea with some great conversation. It's another beautiful day. It feels amazing. I have the window open. So, of course, in New York, there will always be noise. I feel like if you are not used to New York, um, I don't think you ever get used to it until um, ever. (laughs) I was going to say until maybe five years. I have lived here 20 plus years and I'm still not used to it. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just some things I'm just like, New York, you be New York too much. You be New York too much. So recently I just came back from Puerto Rico. Amazing experience. Amazing vibe. But while I was away, <laughs> I was like, this is life. Like nobody was rushing. You know, the food tastes so fresh. The weather was so beautiful. The sky was so blue. The water was so blue. It just made sense. And then I come back to New York and I see rats and (laughs) there's fog all over the city. And it's just like depressing sometimes. I'm not going to lie. But there are also moments in New York when that sun hit at the right time. The sky is blue. The birds are chirping and it just looks like anything is possible, you know. So I just want to give you both sides of New York. I don't know if you'll ever get used to it. I don't know if I will ever get used to it. But it is something to experience at least One time in your life, okay? But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about something different. (laughs) Your girl's feeling amazing. I hope that you are feeling amazing because it is an amazing day to feel balls. okay? Listen, a friend of mine said to me, Shayla, your follow-through is not effective. And I promise you, this person said this probably a week ago and it's still on my mind. Because it made me think, why isn't my follow through effective? Like, who was this person to say that I don't follow things, I don't complete things? And then I looked at my history of, oh, I do start things and I don't finish. Now, a friend of mine, another friend of mine had made it clear, like, they labeled that as ADHD, right? So you start something, you stop, and then you just start something else, you stop, and then you start something else. And it's not an intentional thing. It's kind of like... The example that was given to me was more so, you go in one room, you go there with the intent of getting the marker. But while you're going in there with the intent to get the marker, you notice your bed needs to be made. So you stop looking for the marker, you make up your bed. Then you realize, oh, I have um, some dirty clothes, so let me put the dirty clothes in the hamper. Now you stopped right mid of making your bed and you... Started to clean up the dirty clothes. Then you realize, like, oh, I need to do. So you see what I'm saying? Like, you notice, you notice, you notice, and it's not intentional. It's just your mind is moving so fast that you stop in midpoint to do what you said you was going to do first. So I started thinking about that, and I was like, well, maybe it is ADD, maybe it is ADHD. I don't know. It could be any of the alphabets. Who knows? But y'all know that your girl is always a deeper thinker y'all know that i'm always analyzing things on deeper levels so you know what i did i'ma tell you what i did i stopped i stopped and i thought about why don't i complete things and the the answer that came to me was it's intimidating not going to lie, it's intimidating. And I didn't really care for the answer because I was just like, what's intimidating about completing things? But then I realized what's com- what's intimidating about completing, completing things is the idea that you succeeded in something you said you were going to do. And a lot of us are intimidated by success of any form or fashion. Then I realized that I was I always thought that anything that I was doing was so heavy. It was so much energy. It was gonna take up so much of my time. It was gonna cause me to be uh, late for something, right? And then I realized like, why do I think like that? Like, where is that coming from? and it hit me in that moment that that energy doesn't belong to me. I am vibrating on a frequency of my mother's energy. I was raised by a woman who made things seem difficult more than necessary. Her favorite saying was, I can't. Whether she knew it was a joke or not, as a child, we don't understand sarcasm and jokes. We take everything literal. So when you're raised by a parent whose main phrase is, I can't, and she represents you or you see her as an authority figure, you start to assume, okay, well, everything must be hard. Whatever I'm doing is hard. Whatever I'm doing is, is going to take up too much time. And I did not know y'all. I did not know that I was operating in that frequency until someone called me out and said, you don't complete things. And then I was around my mom and I noticed that she just makes things seem so hard and un- uncapable that she just doesn't even do it. So at least I went further in doing it. I just didn't complete it. Right. And a lot of us are operating from a frequency that we think is ours until we analyze it. And it's like, oh, this is something that was put on me or I accepted. And now my mind is aiming to rewire or rethink about it. Right. When I would start things when I was younger, I completed everything that I started, everything I started, I, I did, I finished. But then there was a moment in my life where, and I can, I feel like I can track everything that has shifted my energy, my mindset, everything to this one decision in my life. I made one decision, and that decision was so bad. Well, that decision cost me so much, let's say that, that after that, everything was just hyper alert. Like Everything was just too much, or I couldn't do it, or I didn't trust myself, or I was overthinking. And I never fully just shifted back into myself or the me before I made the decision. I kind of started to morph into a person who could move in life, but not so much function the way that I know that I am 100% capable of functioning right so what I decided to do was I started to stop and process and and feel and analyze and let my body do what it needs to do let my mind do what it needs to do just to come to some type of solution as to stop starting things and finish it Right. So when I came to the reality that, okay, I'm tapping into my mother's frequency of I can't and it's too hard. And then I started to believe that whatever I did was too hard. Once I started to acknowledge those things, I started to realize, okay, I there's a certain position that I need to be in so that I don't get overwhelmed. Right now, I think I have mentioned this some time ago that I was raised by mainly one parent, which was my mother and me and my dad had a very interesting relationship I would say and because he did not want to be an active father figure in my life he made me think that I was just too much I was too much to handle I'm too much of a problem I'm too much of a hassle I'm not worthy I'm not deserving that ideology also plays in a factor of why I don't complete things because I feel like, who am I to get things done? Like, who am I to say that I'm worthy of these things? And it kind of it softens the heart, even in saying it now. Because it's like, wow, that's really unfortunate that I view myself that way. But it's also a reality that I was battling with. And now I can say that's what I was thinking. And now I can make a decision to shift it. See, um, a lot of us think that we're just stuck in things and things just have to be a certain way. When in reality, once you become conscious of something you don't like, now it's a decision. Imagine if you knew that you are now making a conscious decision to just screw up your life consistently. Imagine if you acknowledge that, okay, I know that I was not uh, raised in the most fundamental, high-functioning uh two-parent home. But I'm choosing to be the best adult that I can be for myself and parent for my children. Imagine. Because a lot of us choose to continue these traumatic bonds and binds um into adulthood we choose that oh my mom did this my dad did this this is this and this and this okay and that's true and nobody's gonna say that it's not true but then you have to ask yourself am I actively choosing to make this my destiny or am I saying hey I don't like this and I want to change it so let me give you something that is helping me complete things one I choose not to take on too many tasks I choose to stop saying I'm going to do a list of 10 things if I know I'm not going to do a list of 10 things. I choose to say I'm going to do at least three things and I'm going to do them to the best of my ability. And when I get done with these three things, if I feel the need to do more, I'll do more. But let me at least do these three things and then I'm going to celebrate myself doing these three things two i also realized going slow works better for me i have a overactive nervous system that i have been dealing with for a really long time and i'm so grateful yes (laughs) that i am getting so much better with it my sleeping patterns are much better um my breathing is better i have gotten better okay (laughs) what i had to realize was going slow is necessary for someone with an overactive nervous system because when your nervous system is overactive, you're actually really jittery. You're, you're always in survival mode. You're always hyper. You're always moving, right? So when you do things slow, you actually are saying, I'm going to rewire my nervous system and I'm going to breathe into everything that I do. I'm going to acknowledge I have time to do it right now in this moment this way. I don't need to rush and push and move. Right. Go slow if you really want to get things done properly for those who have an overactive nervous system. okay. next, I also made a decision to stop. Beating myself up sometimes i don 't get everything done, and then I would get so mad because i would get di- I would get distracted or I would get sidetracked by something else. Now, granted, the mind does do that, but when you are a starter and not a finisher what happens is your mind does it more than the average person and then you realize you have a lot of things that are started and nothing got done so I had to stop beating myself up and acknowledge okay well that's something that I'm battling it's not going to just be cured and fixed overnight these are the steps that I'm taking so I show myself grace and that showing grace is definitely important. Okay? Definitely important. Because we could beat ourselves up, but when it's time to congratulate ourselves, we just, we fail. We drop the ball so many and too many times. I also stopped looking for people to give me advice on it. And what do I mean by that? When you don't complete things, people always want to say, okay, well, you just need to finish what you start. Logic doesn't help a person who's thinking on an emotional aspect. You need to meet them where they are. The worst thing somebody could say to me is finish what you started. I know that. I know I need to finish what I started, but that's not the problem. The problem is why do I keep starting things and not finishing them? Let's start there. And when I realize, oh, mine is more of an emotional connection, it's deeper than, oh, just finish it. It's Wait, I don't feel like I can finish it. So when you tell me the logical, inner, the, the logical action, it doesn't really talk to the emotional response that I'm having to finishing what I started. You get what I'm saying? Speak to people who speak your language. Then we can get somewhere. And this one really helped me. I acknowledged that I am a great starter. A lot of us want to be things that we're not. Some of us are really great starters, and some of us are really great finishers, and some of us do the bulk of the work. They don't start or finish. They just do, they do the bulk, and then they leave. And that's when I realized, like, when I do build my team, I would do amazing with somebody who gets things in, put it together, or someone who's really good at finishing things. Great. Perfect. I also realized that I like to... Start and I like to do the bulk of the work, but like I said, the finishing part is always oh, it's the it's the hassle. So I had to acknowledge what roles I play in my life and where I can start to reach out for assistance if I need a project done or if I need something done that might be bigger than me. The goal isn't to be everything, you know. I ain't trying to be every woman. I'm not, I'm not shocker. I love the song, but I'm not trying to be every woman. Sometimes I acknowledge that all right, this is not something that I am prof- efficient in and it's kind of causing me a lot of time and I need something done let me reach out to someone who does this who can finish it quicker than me and get it done see some of us want to be healed and restored and 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 focused and become the best version of us but a lot of us are so ego driven to the point where we don't even know how to ask for help can I be honest I am her at times I will literally look at myself trial and error fall and, and try to fix it and all these things and then it's like we, just ask for help <laughs> just ask but see even asking for help you have to first feel worthy of getting help and a lot of us battle with worth a lot of us battle with the idea of who's really going to want to help me i could do it on my own i don't really need their help everybody deserves help everybody everybody deserves to say I don't know this. Can you assist me? Or this is out of my area of comfort. Can you assist me? Without feeling like they're a problem. They're asking for too much. You know, they're a burden. But these concepts are real in the eyes and in the mind of the person who needs the help it's the worst thing like i said is to use a logical mind on an emotionally triggered person you need to meet them where they are show some compassion so a lot of people may feel different versus how you feel and when you talk to them they may not be able to assist you right so When you figure out where you are, when you figure out your role, when you figure out the emotional connection you have to why you don't finish things, I truly and honestly believe that you will be better off and you will start to notice the pattern of not finishing things. And then you can make a decision to say, I want to change this because I do want to be relied on. I do want to be accountable. I do want uh, to rely on people. See, when people can't rely on you, you start to feel like you can't rely on people either right when you can't rely on yourself you kind of exude that energy with people it's kind of like well I don't trust you well why don't you trust them because you really don't trust yourself right I usually when okay let me let me give you an example um let's see let's see a good example I am very bubbly and I usually have conversations with almost everybody I meet, right? So when I speak to someone, I don't think that they're going to be mean to me because I'm not mean to people. That doesn't you know, register in my mind. And guess what? They're usually not mean. It's rare that I get somebody mean. And if I do, it's like I don't even know if they're mean. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't register, right? So what I've learned is what you perceive in yourself, you will exude that and you will see it in others. Me battling with finishing things and not doing things to the highest peak of of my actions, right? If I have started things and then I got derailed or distracted, it's going to make me a little bit nervous asking people to finish things for me because I'm going to question, wait, do they do the same thing as me, right? But when I was getting things done, I saw everybody in that way. So I was more open to saying, hey, can you finish this? And guess what? People finished it. But once I started battling with... I started to become a side. Um, what is it? What, what kind of person do I want to label it? Once I started to become a non finisher, I guess, <laughs> I realized that I attracted other people who didn't finish things. I started to ooh, excuse me. I think I got a cough. Nope. I started to realize that I was attracting people who would say they're going to do things and we're going to do this and this. And, and we didn't. We didn't. So now the goal is to acknowledge, show compassion and choose to do better. I really hope that these tips helped you because they've helped me and they're helping me. Until next time. hope that you enjoyed that episode i truly enjoyed recording it and i really hope that it opened up a different part of your thinking and your emotional intellect may this episode guide you on your journey to becoming the best version of you now if you want to interact with me you definitely can on instagram that sips with shay and you can see this energy live on youtube yes that sips with shay as well until next time beautiful souls later